Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Come on, little camel! This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Syria. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller, Chip Cahoon. This is part one, the start of the fun. So with a wink and a grin, let us begin. Have you ever wondered how Santa Claus, also known as Father Christmas, manages to take presents to every single good boy and girl in the world all over one Christmas Eve night? Well, brace yourself. I'm going to share the secret with you. He doesn't. If you think about it, that secret makes perfect sense. Take the Middle East, for example, the part of the world where Europe, Asia and Africa all meet. It gets very hot there, far too hot for reindeer. You find reindeer in the north, where it's cool, there's plenty to drink and lots of green leaves for them to eat. The Middle East, though, is full of hot, dry and sandy deserts, which is why camels live there instead of reindeer. Camels don't get thirsty so quickly, and they don't need to eat so often, because they have nice, juicy humps on their backs. Which is good, because in the arid and sandy deserts, the only green you might see is the occasional cactus, a hard, spiky plant that could make your gums really sore if you tried to eat it. Although they have some very funky shapes, and some rather interesting smells. But now you may be wondering, who does take presents to the good boys and girls in the Middle East? Surely they don't miss out on the fun of Christmas just because they live in a place too hot for reindeer. Well, if you had met Elsie the camel at the start of this story, she wouldn't have been able to tell you. One reason was that this story began just over 2,000 years ago, so Christmas hadn't been invented yet. The other reason was that Daddy Camel and Mummy Camel would certainly have put Elsie on the naughty list. Being camels, Elsie and her family were often asked to carry travellers across deserts. Mummy, Daddy, Grandpa and Grandma Camel always got to carry the travellers on their backs. Elsie would be left to carry the bag. As the camels trotted across the desert, it would be hot. It would be dry. It would be dusty. And Elsie would be sweating and panting. And oh, look, cactus! Elsie loved cactuses. The moment she saw one, she would run up to it and inspect it and sniff it and end up a long way behind the other camels. 
when the other camels noticed, they would turn around and shout, Come on, little camel! This made Mummy and Daddy Camel cross. Sometimes Elsie made the camels very late indeed. When that happened, Mummy and Daddy Camel were furious. As a punishment, Elsie never got to have any pudding and she often had to do the washing up after dinner. She didn't mind too much because they only had dinner once a month. They were camels after all. But she also never got any toys to play with and nobody ever came to play with her. So at the end of every day, she had a very sad look on her face. At bedtime, Grandma Camel would find Elsie looking sad. So she would say to Elsie, Chin up, little camel. Good night. And Elsie would think, Chin up. What's the point of holding my chin up? What's so good about looking at the sky? That puzzle would go round and round in her head until she fell asleep. When she woke up at the start of this story, there was lots of noise in the stable. Twelve men with really long white beards had arrived, along with four horses and four elephants. And they were all very excited about something. Very excited. The men were resplendent in colourful robes, as if they were on their way to a birthday party. Elsie soon found out she was right. These men were magi, wise men, who could understand the world just by looking at patterns in the stars. And they had apparently learnt that a baby king had just been born. So the wise men wanted to cross the desert so they could give some presents to the new king. Presents of gold, frankincense and... and... Yeah, sorry, I always forget the last one. Eight of the wise men had the horses and elephants to ride on. The other four wanted the camels to take them. So Mummy, Daddy, Grandpa and Grandma Camel each took a wise man onto their saddles. Elsie was left to pick up the presents. All twelve of them. They were heavy! Elsie could feel her hump getting squashed by the straps holding the bags of gifts against her sides, and her hooves made deep prints in the sand as they began to cross the desert. And of course, it was hot and dry and dusty, so Elsie was sweating and panting and... Oh, look! Cactus! The moment she saw that cactus, she ran up to it and inspected it and sniffed it, while the other camels kept on going. That was part one of Come On Little Camel. To find out if Elsie makes it across the desert with all those presents and all those cactuses, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? 
All I'd like you to do is talk to a friend about this podcast so you can share Elsie's adventures with them. And if that friend has never heard of our podcast before, even better, tell them to search for Fables and Fairy Tales in any podcast player. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon.